Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I'm so happy to be with you again today as we consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. We offer a number of ways to help you with your journey, so I hope you're taking advantage of everything that we offer. You can subscribe to this twice-a-week podcast, and if you sign up for our newsletter, you'll get more from me and advance notice of things that are coming up. Go to anxietycoachespodcast.com and check all that out. In today's episode, I want to talk to you about five ways to have an anti-anxiety mind. Life will continue to toss us curveballs and move us into the areas of the great unknown. And for too many, that causes great distress and anxiety. We all know this feeling of the curveball coming and we get that it's more stress like we talked about in the last episode, more stress coming. It really causes us to actually not only deal with the stressor that is in front of us, but if we have been struggling with anxiety and panic or if we have PTSD, we are thrown a real curveball in that our mind also takes it over and takes it into a very difficult place that maybe we didn't even need to go to. So today we're going to look at five ways to have some peace with what life brings our way, to have an anti-anxiety mind. We get to this place by being open, by being flexible and curious. And so often when we have been struggling with anxiety or panic, PTSD, uh, physical illness, we when we've been in that place of struggle for a while, we lost our ability to feel flexible, to feel curious. But we can open these things back up again. And it's very important that we do because with flexibility and curiosity, we can see so much more of what is really out there. This closed and narrow place that we can find ourselves when we are frightened, when we are ill, when we are tired, exhausted, when we are biting, when we are fleeing, or when we are frozen, we are really clenched down and we are not open to all of the wonders that are out there, wonders that are out there to actually help us keep moving and to live a beautiful life. We know what it feels like to be open and curious, and we know what it feels like to be closed and rigid, you know, like tight, disappointed, wanting life to be different, frustrated. Like even when I say those words, I found myself clenching down. I made a little fist and closed my chest down. No wonder people's chest hurt when they are dealing with stress and anxiety. We close our chest down. 
How about, how about you when you say those, or if you, even when you hear me say them, doesn't it sound like you're, you're clenching down on your body, tight, disappointed, wanting life to be different, frustrated. Even my face is scrunched up when I'm saying them. So we know what those feelings are like, and we know what it feels like to be open. Feel that. When I said that, my hands moved apart and I opened my chest up and, and brought my heart closer up toward the sky instead of crunching down into a ball. I opened up and that is so amazing that just changing our physiology can begin to change our psychology. So don't ever doubt that how you're holding and carrying your body is sending messages to your mind. So let's use our feelings and our body language as a guide. First off, I want you to notice, this is number one, notice your state of mind and body. Are you clenching your jaw? And I always say to the people in my group, are you wearing your shoulders as earrings? Like we want to pay attention to these things. Where is your body? Notice your state of mind and body. And when you notice where your body is at, if you're clenching your jaw, wearing your shoulders as earrings, or trying to uh, close yourself down into a little ball, making yourself small, when you are doing that, notice where your mind is at. I want you to begin to see where these things are connected, because they are. It's just that we may not have been paying attention. Number two, Notice your physical state through your muscles, specifically through your muscles. I want you to relax them. And when you do, I want you to notice the difference. Notice where your mind goes when you actually relax your muscles. We can relax them right now. Let's relax our muscles. And now I want you to relax them just a little bit more. You didn't even know you could do that. We tend to just bring them right back up again, right? So you can feel it. Go through your day. Notice your state of mind and your state of body, right? So notice your physical stress, where your your stress is, and then I want you to relax it and notice any change in feeling, any change in your mind, any change in your thoughts or feelings. Now, as we move along, number three, I want you to face what is. This is something that, you know, we talk about face a lot because we talk about uh, Claire Weeks's work and we talk about face, accept, float, and let time pass. And facing is being with what is. And this is a tough one, but it is the first thing that we concentrate on when we are working our way out of our anxiety because we need to come to terms with the fact that we are anxious, that we are having panic attacks. But I want you to come to this place and face what is quietly. Be with what is coming up with you mentally and physically right now. And use your curious mind to simply note what is there without judgment, or reporting the challenge uh, to others. So I mean that in that I want you to not have to go out and tell everybody about it. 
want you to face what is quietly in your own self. Come to terms with it first within yourself. There's always a time and a place to share these things, and it's very important in sharing these things with others so that we can continue our journey. But first, we must come to terms with it on our own. We need to be there quietly and face what's coming up right now, mentally and physically. Feel it. Notice where it is. Notice if they're connected. See if when you change your body, if it changes in your mind. Play with it. And do all this with this curious and open mind. Again, with no judgment. This is all done as like you were doing an experiment. You can't do an experiment wrong. You're doing it to see what is there. To see what is. And now number four, let what arises, what comes up, let it float. Usually, we're the ones floating. But today, we're going to let the thoughts and feelings float. Just like when I do the mountain meditation, we let the thoughts and feelings float on by as if we were the mountain and the thoughts and the feelings were clouds in the sky and they just float on by. Usually we're talking about floating as we're learning to relax our muscles and to be with a stressor or a charged situation or thought and and letting our mind and body relax. But right now I want you to use floating as letting the thoughts and feelings float by. They don't last forever. Nothing does. So give them Give them their journey. Send them off. Let them be. Let them go. Don't try to grab at them. We want to continue, let them continue their, their journey on past us. They may have had something for us, but now they have come and now they have gone. And number five, remember that with time, all things pass. The good will pass and the bad will pass. The wanted and the unwanted will all pass. So let it be without needing to control or manipulate it. This becomes a challenge in that we want to have the unwanted go away quickly, but we also want to clench, hold, grab onto, attach ourselves to the wanted and we can't have it both ways. What's real and what is, is that everything comes and everything goes. So if we can accept this and we can stop chasing after holding on to what we find pleasing or desirable and pushing away or moving along quickly, all of the things that we find uncomfortable or undesirable, We have to let those go. We have to let both the good experiences and joys come and go, and we have to let the challenges and difficulties also come and go. And it becomes an interesting thing to note in that when I see people accept that the good comes and goes, they become more easeful in 
the difficulties coming and going. Sometimes we think we have to struggle with the unwanted and, and just be willing to accept that. But if we can be, if we can flip it around, turn the coin over and actually release the joy, not clench down on it and try to hoard it. But if we let it come and we live with it and enjoy it and then we let it go, then we have more ease with dealing with the challenges and being able to know that they will also come and go. So see if that can work for you. See if you can not cling to the joys and the things that you desire in life. Enjoy them, but don't cling to them. See if that can it, you can get more into the flow of life then, of knowing that everything comes and everything goes. And we just keep going in that flow. Sometimes there are bumps in the road, and sometimes it is a smooth road that we can go as quickly and happily as we like. Sometimes we have to slow down to go over those bumps. It's okay. Both are part of life. We want to remember that the wanted and the unwanted will come and go. So let it be without needing to control or manipulate for the moment. With the space that we can create by doing those five ideas that I stated, you can, we can begin to see that we can feel some real compassion and love for the people and the situations that are in our lives as challenging or as joyful as they may be. Remember, we are common humanity. The common humanity meaning that all beings want to know peace and safety just as much as we do. And to be happy. They want to be happy as much as we do. With that idea that we can remember our common humanity and that everyone wants to be happy and know peace and safety, we can begin to see, perhaps, the other side of the situations that we are in using our own minds and bodies to create our own peace and happiness can bring an entirely new universe alive within each one of us. Can you see one situation from your past day or week that you might have changed the outcome by having a more open and flexible mind? Think about it. If you keep a journal, you might go back and look in the journal and see, is is there anything in there that you had marked as a challenge that you may have been able to change the outcome by having a more open and flexible mind? Looking back like this can help us, not by being hard on ourselves or reviewing everything with a fine-tooth comb, with woulda, shoulda, couldas, but to be creative, to see where we could have shed the light of creativity and curiosity and openness on, and to have used the ideas that come from our curiosity in the future when we find ourselves in similar situations. So remember, that's another reason to keep a journal, as I'm always talking about, and enjoy the idea of being able to look back and see if you can, if, if you can pick out a few things. You don't need to do this 
a lot. But once you do it a few times, you begin to see it sticks with you that, ah, I remember if I had been a little bit more open, if I had just stepped back out of judgment and been a little more curious, things may not have turned out so challenging. That's it for today's episode. And before I read today's quote, I want to remind you that if you want more than what's offered here and more personal guidance, you might be ready for our group coaching membership program. It's a deeper dive into what you learn here on these episodes. Each month, you'll receive two anxiety clearing skill sheets sent in email. You'll also receive two live group coaching calls, which are recorded in case you can't attend. Those will help guide you through your challenges. And there's also a secret Facebook group for coach and community support every day, all month long. So if you're ready for more, go to anxietycoachespodcast.com slash group dash coaching and join today. I'd love to see you in the group. And now for today's quote. Hope is like a road in the country. There was never a road, but when many people walk on it, the road comes into existence. And that's from Ling Yutang. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 